Welcome to the Able Speaks podcast, where we speak to commonly asked questions by parents who have received a life-limiting diagnosis for their child. We're Daniel and Kelly Crawford, and we're glad that you've joined us. All right, so one question that we'll often get asked by parents, um, specifically parents that that share a a Christian worldview, which not all the families that we connect with do, but um, they want to know, hey, if we're wanting to stay anchored in this season in uh, the Word of God and be comforted and reminded by truth, are there some good go-to passages that um, really resonated with you guys during your pregnancy and beyond with Abel? And um, if so, what are they? And so the the short answer is yes, absolutely. There are several uh, that were incredibly meaningful that we to this day think about and go back to often. Um, But there was one passage in 2 Corinthians that really stood above all. And so Kelly, would you want to read that? And then we can unpack a little bit of what we see it saying, and then more importantly, how that spoke to us um, during our journey with Abel. Yeah, so the passage is 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, and it says, Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Yeah, so as Kelly just read that passage, there's three verses. And so we'll just, in the next few minutes, um, just go one, two, three. And so verse 16, um, really, as it talks about, therefore, we do not lose heart and that it's possible to be renewed day by day. Um, Those are things that we uh, really in every season ought to be thirsting for, but certainly in seasons of suffering is, man, I am feeling like I'm losing heart and I'm longing to be renewed. And so if what the Apostle Paul is going to say here speaks to that felt need, then, then I am I'm all ears. And so he goes on in verses 17 and 18, and he talks about really the perspective that allows us to do those things, that day by day that we can be renewed and we cannot lose heart because these things are true. And he goes on to talk about how these light and momentary troubles or afflictions which even just to stop there is when you are in the thick of it, that idea of this being light and momentary feels absurd and even even offensive as I read that. Um, and I think that that is the point. And that is what makes the second half of that verse so powerful is that he says that these are light and momentary troubles compared to the eternal glory that lies ahead that far outweighs them all. And so we have no idea what heaven is going to be like. The, this idea of the new heavens and the new earth and Jesus returning to, to make all things new. And uh, the idea is captivating and beautiful. But the one thing we do know is that somehow mysteriously and powerfully, um, it will make whatever we are walking through, the, the heaviest of circumstances will feel light compared to how beautiful uh, and how amazing that is going to be as God dwells with us and us with him as he designed and intended for it to be um, at the beginning of the Bible. And so we fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Why? Because what is seen is simply temporary, but what is unseen is 
eternal. And so that, I cannot tell you how bad, multiple times a day, hourly, we would come back to that idea, hey, we're going to fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. If we're in, in the sonogram uh, room with the doctor and we're being reminded of um, what verse 16 said, which is that outwardly we're wasting away, that all of our bodies in some capacity are, are failing, then in that moment, we're going to remind ourselves of who God is and what he says and, and the hope that we have dropped anchor in um, through Christ and through what he has achieved for us. And so I don't know what you would add, Kelly, to, to any of that as far as parts of that passage that really um, that really resonated with you and with us in that season and ever since. But that that's where we go first. If somebody asks, hey, what, what was your really go-to verse for comfort and hope? We say, man, let's flip to 2 Corinthians 4. And so what else would you add to what I shared? Yeah, I think just personally um, where it talks about um, outwardly wasting away, I think I found um, that was oddly comforting to me just because we were... Um, I was carrying a child that was sick and his body was um, failing in a lot of ways and just being reminded that that's true of all of us. Um, And therefore that truth should really change our um, perspective on how we walk through each day. Um, And, and then I think just what you touched on about the eternal perspective um, was um, just a reminder that this is not our home. Yeah. And I think the last just thought I would add would be, one of the profound takeaways, not necessarily tied specifically to this passage, but just in general, uh, as we're walking with and wrestling with the Lord in that season, is the reality that to make that everything we just shared, the eternal perspective, the redemptive perspective that he offers, to make that a reality, it took um, the suffering and the death of his son, of Christ. And I can't imagine in a thousand years a scenario where I would be in a position to willingly lay down my son's life for the good of others and for the eternal good of others. And yet that is what uh, our loving father was willing to do for us. And so we believe these things, not just because it's a nice thought, you know, anybody who's ever attended a memorial service, oh, they're in a better place. and, And gosh, yeah, I hope so. And so to go back to the scriptures of, hey, where is that belief? Where is that hope grounded? Um, is it just wishful thinking or is it the preserved everlasting um, word of God? And so uh, that's where we dropped anchor all throughout the scriptures, as well as passages like 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. And so we just wanted to take the opportunity to touch on one of the many places where we were encouraged, where we took heart and where we sought to be renewed day by day and hope that this has been an opportunity for you to do the same. So thanks for tuning in to the Able Speaks podcast and we will catch you next time. Hey friends, thanks for listening in. We hope this content has been helpful. At Able Speaks, we exist to support families who have chosen to carry a child with a life-limiting diagnosis and we want you to know that the foundation of that support is rooted in relationships. And so If you're a parent in this circumstance, then by all means, continue listening in, but we'd really encourage you to reach out by sending an email to support at ablespeaks.org. Again, our heartfelt prayer is that this episode has served you in some way and that we might have the opportunity to serve you further in the future. The Able Speaks podcast is produced by the team at Tarno and Company and mixed and edited by the team at Sound of a Rose.